0: Good evening everyone, this is Saturday, December 29th, 2018, and welcome to episode number 136, of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is WCWS Power Hour. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to do do the weekend review here. That was, of course, in the Radio Network, plus some other wild things as well. <clears throat> the panel with you tough the handle tonight, of course, is taking uh, is uh getting all I'm sure getting all prepared for the upcoming celebration Of course of welcome in the year 2019. And, of course, we will be, of course, be on fire here coming up here this week in the radio network as we, of course, will officially welcome in the new year. And, and more coming on that will be coming up here, of course, <clears throat> uh, on our promo tomorrow evening. But, of course, as we always do, ladies and gentlemen, be care to call in on episode one. everything we talk about on episode 136 of Power Hour. Please feel free to give us a call, 1605 562 0444 call id 141364 pound and press that one if you want to chime in on everything that we have to talk about here tonight which basically like we said we'll of course have our today's wrestling history plus also of course the week that was here in the radio network not a whole lot of action but there was some action nonetheless and also of course we bring you a few little wrestling news stories courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com Let's go ahead and get things rolling here. First up, as we start with our wrestling history here for today, December the 29th. 33 years ago today, which we put it at 1985, the NWA and AWA co-presented Star Wars from the Brendan Byrne Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Here are the matches that took place at this event. Ron Bass defeated J.J. Dillon. Little Tokyo defeated Cowboy Lang to retain the NWA World Midgets Championship. Sherry Martell defeated Debbie Combs to retain the AWA World Women's Championship. Carlos Colon, of course, the father of Carlito, defeated Conga the Barbarian. Jake Roberts defeated Paul Ellering by DQ. The Rock and Roll Express, Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton, defeated the Long Riders, Bill and Scott Irwin, to retain the NWA World Tag Team Championship. Sergeant Slaughter defeated Chris Markoff and Boris Zhukov in a handicap match. Magnum TA defeated Tully Blanchard to retain the NWA United States title. Ric Flair defeated Dusty Rhodes by DQ to retain the NWA World Heavyweight title. The Road Warriors, of course, Hawk and Animal, defeated Ivan Koloff and Crusher Khrushchev. And Stan Hansen defeated Rick Martell by submission to win the AWA World Heavyweight title. 27 years ago today, we put it at 1991. WCW presented Starcade Battle Bowl 91, The Lethal Lottery, from the Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. About 9,000 were in attendance, with 150,000 homes watching on pay per view. That's down slightly from 165,000 for Starcade 1990. The show's hook was The Lethal Lottery, where 40 wrestlers would be drawn at random to form teams of two for tag team bouts with the winners advancing to the Battle Bowl Dual Ring Battle Royal main event. Marcus Bagwell and Jimmy Garvin defeated Michael Hayes and Tracy Smothers. Steve Austin and Rick Rude defeated Van Hammer and Big Josh. Dustin Rhodes and Richard Morton defeated Larry Zbysko and El Gigante. Bill Kazmaier and Drew Liger defeated DDP and Mike Graham. Lex Luger and Arn Anderson defeated Terrence Taylor and Z-Man. Ricky Steamboat and Todd Champion defeated Cactus Jack and Buddy Lee Parker. Sting and Abdullah the Butcher defeated Brian Pillman and Bobby Eaton. Big Van Vader and Mr. Hughes defeated Rick Steiner and the Night Stalker. Scott Steiner and Firebreaker Chip defeated Arachnaman and Johnny B. Bad. Ron Simmons and Thomas Rich defeated Steve Armstrong and PN News. And Sting last eliminated Lex Luger to win the Battle Bowl Battle Royal. Twenty-three years ago today, 1995, ECW presented Holiday Hill from the Voss Battalion Hall in Queens, New York. It was the first ECW show to, ever to emanate from the New York City area. The show was a, the final major appearance, save for a couple of one-off appearances in 1999, for the Public Enemy, who would leave for WCW a couple weeks later. Here are the matches that took place at this event. Kaz defeated Koji Nakagawa. J.T. Smith defeated Hack Myers. Mikey Whipwreck defeated two Colt Scorpio to win the ECW World Tag Team titles and the World Television titles. Following about, Whipwreck chose Cactus Jack as his tag team partner. The Eliminators, John Kronos and Perry Saturn, defeated the Pitbulls Bulls, number one and number two. Tommy Dreamer defeated the Blue Meanie in just 12 seconds. Tommy Dreamer defeated Stevie Richards in just 12 seconds. Raven defeated Tommy Dreamer to earn an ECW World Heavyweight title match later in the show. Bruiser Mastino defeated El Puerto Ricano. Bubba Ray Dudley defeated the Blue Meanie in just 70 seconds. The Sandman defeated Raven to retain the ECW World Heavyweight title. The Gangsters, Mustafa and New Jack, defeated Johnny Grunge, Morocco Rock, the Public Enemy. And Sabu defeated Cactus Jack. 22 years ago today, 1996. WCW presented Starcade from the Nashville Municipal Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. 9,030 people were in attendance with 345,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Here are the matches that took place. Ultimo Dragon defeated Dean Malenko to unify the WCW Cruiserweight and J-Crown Championships. Akira Hokuto defeated Medusa to win the WCW Women's title. She would be the only woman to hold the title as Akira returned to Japan the next year following the Great American Bash, where she defeated Medusa again. Yushin Thunder Luger defeated Rey Mysterio Jr. Jeff Jarrett defeated Chris Benoit in a no-disqualification match. The Outsiders, Hall and Nash, defeated the Faces of Fear, Ming, and the Barbarian, to retain the WCW World Tag Team titles. Eddie Guerrero defeated DDP to win the vacant WCW United States heavyweight title. Lex Luger defeated the Giant. Roddy Piper defeated Hollywood Hogan via TKO. Of note, WCW never explicitly stated that Hogan's WCW World Heavyweight title was on the line until after the match had ended, leading me to believe for a brief moment that Piper had indeed won the WCW World title. 21 years ago today, 1997, on Nitro from Baltimore, Maryland, Ultimo Dragon defeated Eddie Guerrero to win the WCW Cruiserweight title. On the same show, Booker T defeated Disco Inferno to win the WCW World TV title. In the show's main event, Sting and Hollywood Hogan went to a no contest for the WCW World Heavyweight title. The events of those two nights would ultimately cause the title to be vacated on the debut episode of Thunder a little over a week later. <clears throat> 20 years ago today, which we put in 1998, at a Rawls War taping from Worcester, Massachusetts, Mankind defeated The Rock to win the WWF title. The match gains infamy when it airs six days later. Opposite a Monday Nitro event that advertised a rematch from Star K98 when Kevin Nash defending the world, WCW World title against former champion Goldberg. During the show's third hour, Tony Schiavone, on Eric Bischoff's instructions, spoiled the outcome of the WWF title bout, evidently saying that mankind, who once wrestled for WCW as Cactus Jack, winning the WWE, WWF title, would put some butts in the seats. Though the match did not air for another half hour, as many as 600,000 people switched from the live Nitro to the taped Raw to see the title change for themselves. The legend of the match grew in a roundabout way when WCW fails to deliver its advertisement event. Instead of putting on a sparkle world title bout between Kevin Nash and the returning Hollywood Hulk Hogan, the bout, made infamous for the finger poke of doom, is regarded as a tipping point in the WWF-WCW Monday Night War. One more thing, this is the second time in six months that the WWF's top prize changed hands on Raw. WWF title changed hands twice total, once on the vacancy in the show's history, dating back to 1993. Before then, both of course in 1997. <clears throat> Nine years ago today, we put it at 2009 on ECW from Sci Fi of East Rutherford, New Jersey. Zack Ryder defeated Tommy Dreamer. The bout was Dreamer's last with the company. The last connection to the original ECW had asked for and was granted his release a week before. His release was made official on January the 4th. Dreamer, who had multiple stints in TNA and founded his own promotion, House of Hardcore, briefly returned to WWE in November 2015 during the ECW original versus the Wyatt Family feud. Nine years ago today, once again, 2009, Dr. Death Steve Williams sadly dies of throat cancer at St. Anthony Central Hospital in Denver, Colorado, He was 49 years old. Here's a little history on Dr. Death. Born May 14, 1960 in Lakewood, Colorado. He was a three-sport athlete in high school at Lakewood High, wrestling, playing football, and was a part of the track team all four years. Williams went to and graduated from the University of Oklahoma in 1981, where he also wrestled. He made it to the finals of of an NCAA tournament, losing to Bruce Baumgartner, who had won the medal in four Summer Olympics including gold in 1984 and 1992 in freestyle wrestling. Williams knew he was headed for the professional ranks. In fact, he had a nickname ready to go, Dr. Death, so named for his junior high school wrestling days when he wrestled in a a hockey goalie's mask. After training training under Bill Watts and Buddy Landale, Williams began wrestling for Watts Mid-South Wrestling in 1982. Three years later, he was in his first major feud, teaming with Ted DiBiase, against Eddie Gilbert and the Nightmare. Williams would capture the renamed Universal Wrestling Federation Heavyweight title from Big Bubba Rogers, of course we remember him as the Big Boss Man, in 1986. The company would be bought out by Jim Crockett the next year, and Williams was one of the few people that benefited from the sale. After initially feuding with Kevin Sullivan's Varsity Club, Williams would join the group in late 1988. He and Sullivan would win the NWA United States Tag Team titles and a few months later, he and fellow Varsity Club member Mike Rotunda won the NWA World Tag Team titles from the Road Warriors. The duo would be stripped of the titles in May of 1989, and the Varsity Club would be disbanded. He would team with the late Terry Gordy to form the Miracle of Violence Connection, and the duo would win the WCW and NWA World Tag titles from the Steiners and also the team of Dustin Rhodes and Barry Windham, respectively, in a one-week span. They held them until September 1992. When plus.